0: guys so we're doing this we're gonna be family friendly since we're doing a family friendly movie so if you need to talk about dead drifters now the time to do it
1: we're gonna we're gonna try (laughs) we're gonna try okay i feel like we can do it i will do my best not to use profanity in front of greg's son (laughs) yes no guarantees
0: i gotta keep him around more often that'll save me a lot of a lot of issues (laughs)
1: Anyway, you are listening to the Give Me 5 Podcast, episode 212, side B. Family this friendly. Fam- the family friendly version. FFV. This is the Give Me Five podcast, a bi-weekly podcast reviewing the things you love today and the things you loved yesterday. I, in fact, did love this thing yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. And in yesteryears. Why not? Sure. I am the ruler of refuse, and I am joined by the Baron of Bottles. How you doing there, mate? Well, okay. And the Duke of Dust.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't there the other day. So he technically should be the Duke of Dust, because he was away. Yes. Like I in fact was the Baron of Bottles.
1: Greg was the Baron of Bottles. Oh, okay. The other episode. I didn't know. That. I guess
0: he overth- I guess he overthrew me and took over. Is that? Can you overthrow a Baron? <laughs> yes, you can. Sure.
1: Yeah. Why not? Yeah.
0: Right. yeah. That's why I'm the Duke of Dust. You, yeah. you can.
1: <laughs> in Continue. this side B episode, we are going to talk about the wonderful, family-friendly Halloween movie, Ernest Scared Stupid. And we're gonna have a special surprise for our Give Me Five question of the week. A special guest.
0: Not Ernest. Not Ernest
1: that would be interesting.
0: Yeah. That would be interesting, actually. Um,
2: you know what else is interesting? This is a review show. There's gonna be spoilers because this movie is from nineteen ninety one. Say. Yep. And uh, you know if you, you haven't seen say it by correctly. now correctly. Yeah, correctly, correctly said. Um, yeah, there's definitely spoilers in this, um, but we mean well. You know what I mean. And that concludes our family friendly show. All right, have a great day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was you it. all have a good night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Know what I mean, Vern?
2: <laughs> That's funny because I have I've I've been doing that know what I mean Vern thing for my daughters lately just kind of like goofing off with it and they're and and they especially my younger one she's 11 she's like what do you what do you why do you keep saying that what are you talking about who's Vern?" yeah and i'm like well it's kind of like you with tiktok i have no idea what you're talking about but you just keep talking about it as if as if i'm well versed but uh so
1: i'm returning the favor (laughs) exactly know what i mean know what i mean Vern?
2: (laughs) So if you really want to see this and you don't want anything spoiled, because this is quite the uh, – turner's the wrong word. You know what I mean. Um, then, I think the uh, next time
0: you want to impress your daughters, Omar, you should sit them down and ma- talk to them about how when you would go anywhere, you'd have to bring a booklet of like 300 CDs.
2: <laughs> yeah. I had phone numbers on a piece of paper in my wallet.
0: Yeah, and, and you'd have to write down the directions on paper uh-huh. and then just talk about that and, and, like all the time. You had to know
2: where like street names were. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's not a little app
1: that's
0: telling me where to turn. Turn
1: left here. Recalculating. Yeah. Other left, dummy. Okay, sorry.
0: Okay, jaded teenagers, let's talk about the Tom Petty Wildflowers album. (laughs) Anyway. That's a great record. Okay. Um, I I almost baited him into it, but I stopped it, Rob. I I appreciate
1: that.
0: What we're going to do is... um, yeah, we're gonna actually set up some sort of electric device that will electrocute Omar if he starts if we start heading into the path of um of music conversation, but I will control it so that if I'm so if I approve of it, I'll just let it go. Uh, and
1: then Rob will have one that's or, attached to me. Or if Omar <laughs> or if Omar uh shows you up with some musical knowledge, then you can just zap him for it. Yeah, and if I and
0: if you're like getting antsy, you can then electrocute me, which will then remind me to electrocute him. No, I'll
2: I'll only agree if Rob has one button that affects both of us at the same time.
0: <laughs> then I'm, I'm so after Mother Love Bone. <laughs> okay, Greg, anyway. stop it! He keeps zapping me.
1: <laughs> Shut up. Hey, g- Greg's isn't working, so I'm just gonna
2: zap Omar. <laughs> hey, I smell collusion. All right, Orlando yes.
1: people. Yes. Uh, not cool so our our movie for this week is Ernest Scared Stupid it was released on October 11th of 1991 directed by John R. Cherry III interesting name um, it does star Jim Varney as the title character Ernest, it's got Eartha Kitt who is, who is one of my favorite characters I think in the entire movie and that's old lady Hackmore the, the crazy junk lady um what's, it's got what's that? It's crazy that someone
0: with a career as long and storied as Eartha Kitt is in an earnest movie. Yeah. Um just because I mean she, groundbreaking and I I mean and this is there's this is nothing against this movie, but there's a little part of me that is kind of happy that The Emperor's New Groove came out afterwards mm-hmm. so that this wasn't her last movie. <laughs> Was and the group her <laughs> last movie? I think it might have been it's hard to tell because she is a lot of the stuff she's in is like black and white and they've they reuse it and stuff so she has credits from 2020, two thousand twenty two thousand and nineteen two thousand you know like from
1: oh gotcha, gotcha oh but it's like, so re- like I reused, so i
0: tried to yeah. i tried to look it up and it's like it's a you have to scroll a really long way before you see what actually is her last movie and i couldn't find i couldn't figure it out interesting gotcha did
2: they use her real name in this movie at one point? I could swear, I think Ernest refers to her as Ertha.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I,
1: I would have to go back and yeah, check I'd that out, because I, I didn't
2: catch that. I should have probably just done it at the time, but whatever.
1: <clears throat> but it also stars Austin Nagler, Shea Astar, Jonas Moscartolo, who plays the, the villain in the movie, Trantor, which I'm like, so is that a troll, or is that like a He-Man villain? John Cadenhead, Bill Burge, Richard Wolf, Nick Victory, awesome name, Alec Clapper, Stephen Morian, Daniel Butler, Esther Hutz-Houston, and Larry Black.
0: It looks like her last role was a voiceover as the fortune teller on American Dad.
2: Interesting. Oh, okay.
0: But I'm, I can't find... Her. There's a few little things. Uh, preaching to the choir. I don't I don't know if they're voiceovers or
1: acting. When did, when did she die? Uh, 2007. seven. Two okay. Well, the sorry, synopsis 2008, for... 2008, sorry. Okay. The synopsis for our movie is Ernest accidentally unleashes an ugly troll that plots to transform children into wooden dolls in the town of Briarville, Missouri. Interesting choice for the town, by the way. Just... Hey, random. Let's let's do it in Missouri.
0: Yeah, that seems like something
2: they just threw an arrow at the at a board or whatever. Yeah, Jim Barney's
0: not from Missouri. (coughs) I don't think the Ernest is the Ernest character supposed to be from that town. Maybe
2: you know, I have no idea. We'd have to go back into the back catalog of the Ernest
0: movies. There's a shared Ernest universe because there are eight movies, so it is in fact a shared Ernest universe. There's Mm -hmm. eight of them. Yeah,
1: yeah, there is. Wow. He thought, did a I, bunch I of I thought them. it was like four or five. Um, The Ernest-verse. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie was my choice, so I want to know what you guys thought of this. What were your initial thoughts? Um, It was...
2: It was perfect for what it was. It's the same Ernest that I remembered, which made me happy. Which you grew up with. Yep. Um... I remember thinking as I started the movie that I, I actually didn't see this. It came out right when, you know, like we were kind of like starting high school, so it was just out of our, like for me anyway, it was out of my like range of like stuff that I was interested in. I was past that already, so I never really mm-hmm. watched it. But I remember Ernest all through the late '80s, and he, he did commercials and and his other movies and stuff. And I think he, I think he had a TV show, or he was on a something like that. I don't remember anymore. Yeah, it
0: was like I think it was like Know What I Mean or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I always liked that character, and he was just such a um,
2: kid-friendly. Like, he's just, there's nothing to not like about him. He's just a goofy, whatever guy who found this great character. So when the movie started, it was kind of like fun to see him. Um, and he's just so like joyous and just so himself. It was it was fun. My initial thoughts were that uh, this is this is a type of movie that it immediately put me into like the fourth or fifth grader mindset like in a good
0: way like you know Mm -hmm. i think as opposed to the second or third grade that he's usually in
2: correct Correct.
0: i felt like i was really leveling up you know Mm. (laughs) um it was good bring on the stamp bring on the standardized testing
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh don't get me started on that but uh (laughs) but yeah no it was great it was it was fun i was um it's it's perfect for that age for that age group that's the first thing yeah. that I thought of. That's that's the context that I was in.
1: Greg?
0: I didn't remember much of Ernest. Now, I've, I've said this on the show before. I was never allowed to watch anything that made adults look like idiots. Mm-hmm. That was like the one thing. So like you never parents, saw an Ernest movie? I never saw an Ernest movie until much, much later, and then it was on in the background type situation. Um, yeah, I was, you know the only reason I saw even like Pee Wee Herman type stuff was because of being at people's houses for birthday parties and things like sleepovers, whatever. So that was always, that was like the one thing I was allowed to watch Rambo. I was allowed to watch violence, scare horror. Um, they didn't, my parents didn't even care about like, you know, a nudity in movie, but if a, someone, a movie or TV show made an adult look like an idiot, um, that was not a thing. I wonder if that like would fall on people that were not like, man eh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been it would have been offensive and then i would have had to edit so cuz this is a family um, friendly episode yes so anyway so that that was the one thing now so i i i knew the exact things that everyone knows about ernest from various commercials and spots and little things like that from trailers the one thing i completely had forgotten about was the thing where he's like dude does the quick changes
1: Yes, like it, it and I I I made some oh, notes about, about that. that as well.
0: Completely forgot about that.
1: Like the Family Guy style cutaways and
0: stuff, where you cut back and he's like, you know, dressed in like with like a fruit headdress and makeup and whatever. And then it cuts away and it comes back and he's dressed as like a Southern guy and you know whatever. It's all different
2: characters. It's good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I forgot about that, but when they started doing commercials the same way, which I've referenced on the show as well, where it'll be like an insurance commercial and they cut back and forth between two dudes talking in like a in a cubicle and they, they keep on ending up in different costumes or whatever mm-hmm. that when i first saw those commercials i'm like where have i seen that before and when i finally saw this i was like oh that's where i've seen it before Yeah, you know, when he does that and it's that's harder than you would think because you have to like f- record all you're not going to change your costumes you have to film all your parts for each character and then play off of it that's actually sort of impressive so those were that, that, was, that was my initial thoughts. Uh also I feel like the troll, while he was angry, uh I have had sinus infections before. Ugh. And I, I I felt bad for him.
1: And or, and you may under and you understood why he was so angry.
0: Right. Like I didn't want I wanted to turn people to, to wood as well. when well, I had a sinus infection.
1: And this troll had two noses, so it was like double the pain.
0: Right? It was hard to eat breakfast watching this movie. It was gross. Yeah, it, it was just gross. Yeah, it was, it was a bad day to decide to have green Jello for breakfast. So it was, it literally made my stomach turn. Yeah, I'm so. Weak. So what what made you pick this movie?
1: Um, honestly, it was it was Halloween. Um, I had seen I I had looked at our list, and I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. And it seemed like the perfect time to do it right before Halloween. There was a couple of other, um, you know, kid Halloween stuff that had come out that I was going to check out, like uh, Under Wraps that uh, we talked about this past week. And there were a couple of things out that I was like, oh, you know what? This seems like a good time for this.
0: You Oh, you had said Under Wraps the other day? You had said that it was um, good for eight-year-olds, whatever. Uh, my kid did not like it. He actually turned it off at the very beginning.
1: Oh no! I didn't say that it was good for eight-year-olds. I said that would be the only group that it could possibly appeal to. Apparently I did not. not say it was good. Yeah, <laughs> he
0: he turned he turned it off, and they watched uh, they watched zombies and zombies two on Disney Plus instead. Nice. Did your son like this movie? Loved this movie, and he will talk about that. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Yeah, because yeah, I mean this this is a good old fashioned family Halloween movie. They they really. I I really feel like they don't make them like this anymore. Um, it it's fun and lighthearted, and I mean a lot of the recent like family Halloween stuff I've seen is kind of pushed along by that Disney Channel feel, you know. And we talked about it in, in the last episode where it doesn't like feel or look real, and I have a hard time getting into it.
0: There's there's spooky stuff, but there's also no long term like damages fear like. When the pe- like the people were turned to stone or turned to wood, they weren't right. like murder. They weren't like murdered. So it's f- still family friendly, but they're still like it would also kind of suck being turned to wood,
1: right?
2: It was, it was just scary enough for that age group. It was like it was uh, to me. I imagined just like a you know a classroom full of like fourth graders. And they're all like just staring at the screen. You know what I mean? Ew. Like they can't. Like, Ew! And there's like slime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like perfect. And I even thought about it in like terms of like, what about today's kids? And I think they would absolutely, not maybe not all of them, because that's not how it works. But I think a lot of the kids even today, if you just put that on, and you just kind of shut up, they they would. Yeah, I was
1: going to ask if you had shown it to your daughters, Omar.
2: Um, no, I, I did not No, My older one is in high school already. She wouldn't have been into it. My younger one, um, she, I was, I thought about it. Um, she's 11. Mm-hmm. Um, she, now she was, a. Uh, she wasn't feeling a hundred percent. So I had to, um, the weekend, the weekend was a little bit weird because she, she, she had like a nothing major, but like she had like a medical thing. And I, had. I, mm-hmm. So it didn't work out, but I th- yeah, I thought about showing it to her just to see if she would like it. She, I, I still might, maybe next weekend or the weekend after. She, she might like it. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll do an update and see.
0: Nice. So I do. I've I got do got look it. forward actually... to hearing what Ethan has to say. <clears throat> so I do have a. I have a kind of a question. I'm uh, Jim Varney. Is Ernest? Uh, he mm-hmm. did pass away not too long after this. Um, I've, uh, I'm clicking on the wrong thing.
1: Um, I to say it was like late '90s.
0: Really, yeah. that long ago? I was. I think it was 2000 actually. From I, I looked it up as we were watching. Uh, 2000. Like, he died in 2000. Like 2000, 2000. Not the 2000s. Yeah, 2000. February 10th, 2000. Okay. Or yeah, February 10th, 2000. Uh, he kind of he was from Kentucky and very big into theater and mm-hmm. kind of developed these different characters and then it kind of seemed like he jumped out of nowhere but he was actually as as Omar said did a bunch of commercials and then he uh you know he was a he was a theater nerd that that formulated these characters and then I guess Ernest goes to camp became a very surprise hit mm-hmm. and it led to seven more movies after that
2: that was i that's funny i don't remember that was the first one, huh? I remember the movie. Yeah. I just didn't remember. Yeah, Ernest like, Goes
1: to Camp was his first one. Thinking
2: back, I don't remember it being the first, but that's funny.
1: And actually, Ernest Goes to Camp was actually a really good movie, too. I don't I'm not even sure, I sure that I, I saw those, thing.
0: but Now, th- this is where I have a question, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to word this question, because I really didn't want money to be a part of this, because I think anyone that is not a millionaire would like to be a millionaire, regardless of how they get there. Um, you know, he became that character, and that was it for the most part, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he became that character, and he was Slinky Dog, but that was just his, his voice. Um, like, would you be happy with that if you got typecast? And it's partially this question is because we were at a horror convention today. That's also why this episode is a little bit different than you'll find out as you listen. This episode's a little different. We've been helping out Rough House Publishing at the, uh, um... Uh, uh, horror, or what is called a uh, spooky empire, and uh,
1: yeah, don't forget he so, was also Jed in the Beverly Hillbillies,
0: yeah, true, true. Oh, that's right. But everyone really kind of knew him as that, and like you know, like a character, a person like Pee Wee Herman, or a character like Pee Wee Herman, or you know, like characters that people get typecast as Elvira, you know, just for that. Would you be happy with that? Like, be playing the same character, being the same character for decades and decades and decades, and I say that going to a, a horror show, and there's people sitting there that. You're sitting there because they were Jason or they were Michael Myers and whatever. And I don't, like, personally, I don't know if I would.
1: Honestly, I I think it would really depend upon how connected you were to the character. um. And And how much you actually enjoyed playing the character. Because if it was something that you did initially, like, just for a paycheck, you might resent it a little bit. But if it was something that you worked on and you developed this character and you worked hard to get the character to take off and then it did, you might enjoy every second of it and be like, yes, this this was the fruit of my labor. I worked very hard to develop this character and people loved it. And I love playing this character because this character is who I am.
2: So it could be ultimately really fulfilling because you worked so hard at it.
1: Right. Um, Or it could be really irritating because you took it as a paycheck and for some reason it took off and you hate playing the character, but you know, it's money, so you do it.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I think that if you have, I think people naturally get bored of things and they want to evolve and move and maybe move on. Um, but I do agree that if you're, if you did create that, like what you were saying, Rob, if you do create this character and it lasts a long time and now you're kind of, whether you're stuck or not, I think as long as you can somehow find a a new angle on getting joy from playing that character, I think that you could do it for a long time. I mean, you, you see some of the, the people who do have done whatever show, whether it's a childhood, you know, a kid's type show or not, and they do it for Mm -hmm. decades. I think as long as you're getting like still getting that spark out of it and and right. and somehow I think you're fine. I think that's okay. And
1: I and I want to believe that not necessarily kids who who do it in kids movies um because you know there's there's a lot of growing with with child actors who play roles and then you know if they get typecast that role and then they grow up and they're still typecast in that role, you know, that they may have some issues because you change a lot. But I think with adults who are seeking and performing roles for kid movies or who, who agree to continually do things for kid movies, knowing that the kids love what they do. I, I really kind of, I, I want to believe that they're much more connected to the roles than a lot of people would be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going into a, a kids movie type role as an adult, um,
0: Maybe yeah, one one of the only – one of the other reasons I was thinking about this is when Norm Macdonald died, and he had a delivery, but that was, I guess, more him. But I could not imagine developing a delivery like a Gilbert Gottfried, which that was kind of his voice, but – or Sam Kinison where they, like, had – when they were, like, on all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, if I became famous for that and people expected me to be on all the time, like, there would be – for me personally, there would be a lot of news stories of me, like – Oh, this this celebrity beat a fan to death with their cell phone today.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, actually, this is funny. As we were talking about this, I kind of scrolled. Um, I, I don't know if you saw this, but um, he actually had a, a basically genius IQ, IQ level. Uh, Jim Varney, really? So he was he was absolutely not a uh, a dumb human, and he was like exasperated where people would like when people would like run into him and be like, you know, hey, do that dumb thing you do. Like, mm. like people th- people treated like talked down to him and he was <laughs> you know and
2: he's like wait wait wait, wait.
0: the crescendo
2: is well, about but, the symphony is about to crescendo one minute yeah exactly. <laughs> you're like wait
1: what <laughs> but but that's 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 a little bit different that's that's not being irritated with your job that's being irritated with people expecting you to be on on what they perceive you to be 24 7 you know mm. what i mean um, especially uh, nicely done. <laughs> As, <laughs> he, he didn't mean
0: to do that at all. He still it took him a while to be like, wait, what?
1: Especially, especially if it's a a fake character. If it's a character that you're portraying, and you know you're going to the grocery store, and they're like, oh, you know what I mean, Vern? And it's like, you know what? Give, give me a break, guy. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to buy some cereal here. Right. Come on. Yeah. Well, I think that There's comes a... with
2: the with the uh, celebrity territory.
1: You know, right. Well, and and, and I mean, it, I it also goes you. to the fact that that people are dumb. Um, yeah. You know, just the general public. I, I'm I'm pretty I've always said I feel like the general public has an IQ has a uh, educational level of like a fifth grader, sixth grader. That is. yeah. Um, but like the the one that comes to mind immediately is did, did you guys ever watch the show Prison Break? First season. The 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 real creepy guy in the prison um man i don't even remember his name but he was like the real villain yeah um he'll go out with his family and people will like yell at him and throw stuff at him and i'm and it's like dude it was a tv show (laughs) and he
0: did a good job portraying that
1: and he played it so well that's not who he is don't be an idiot what is your deal because and, and it's I, easy I feel to, like the public is like as dumb as Ernest.
2: Well, it's funny. It's easy to get caught up in that mindset. I've been, mm-hmm. I just the other day for the first time, and I don't know why I'm so behind the curve on this, but oh, because I learned that Tina Fey was one of the writers for the show Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which yeah, I'd heard of. Just, mm-hmm. And I think I may have seen an episode or two a decade ago or whatever, a long time ago, but I never really got into it. And I'm a huge Tina Fey fan. So I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it again. Just give it a try. And it turns out that Kimmy Schmidt is the same. It's the redhead girl from The Office.
0: From The Office, yeah. Which yeah. I didn't
2: realize because I, when I had first seen Kimmy Schmidt or like heard about it, I hadn't watched The Office yet. It just wasn't on my radar.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so this character, this, this actress, and I'm sorry, I don't know her name offhand, but she's playing these two different characters. And they're not totally dissimilar. But then I I was literally thinking about this. I thought like not the not too long ago, the other a week ago maybe when I was watching, I was like, I wonder if you know how different she really is in real life, because the reason I found out about the that Tina Fey wrote it is because I was listening to an interview with her, and she's totally of course totally different than some of the characters in her movies or or from Thirty Rock. So you just you don't you get so wrapped up in these characters that you just sort of start to believe that this is them. And then you got to take a step back. Like when they're that good, you got to take a step back and be like, all right, this is a character they're playing there. They could be very, they could be similar, but they could be very, very different people in real life. And we don't really, we don't know. I mean, unless you know them, you know what I mean?
0: So as, as I was leaving, this is, we're going to close this out here. And it's only loosely related to talking about people that you think, you know, who they are Uh, found out today that one of the most ferocious fearsome wrestlers, of all time, mankind, right, Rob, we saw him today, mm-hmm. drives a minivan. Because <laughs> as I was nice. stuck in traffic, as I was stuck in traffic in a parking garage, he was, he was driving up and he, I, I waved at him through the, because we were kind of stuck next to each other, I waved at him and he kind of did the, the toothless grin at me.
1: That's funny. And, and I've heard that he's like a, a super nice guy. Oh, he's very nice. Like, he's, like a teddy
0: uh, bear. Especially, like, if it involves kids' charities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah, so that is me not making fun of him. That is me actually liking him even more. The fact that he's that like, he's yeah, I nice drive right. a I could also, you could beat on me for hours and it wouldn't affect me at all. <laughs>
2: it's all for charity, Greg. <laughs> you are bleeding for charity. Okay, so that was my my question
0: that went a little bit long. Let's let's uh, actually delve into the movie here. Uh, what the, the, do you want to talk about? The monster? What you thought of it? We we discussed it was gross, but.
1: It it was it was very gross. It it actually was a decent uh, a decent creature
0: design, um, especially considering the head was really big, so the de- you couldn't hide mistakes
1: in little de- in small right. details. Right. Um, there was a there was a liberal use of like mucusy snot yeah. type stuff. It was really really gross. It's True. Now remember, this movie came out before
0: uh, there was uh, certain types of antihistamines that were over the counter. <laughs> so, like this, this movie right here is a great use. The guy, like, yeah, seriously, like the the monster could have been like an advertisement for like X.
1: Yes, they did have them on X commercial. I'm fairly certain that the monster is actually in the X commercial. Looks like it. <laughs> the scene. I thought it was weird that there was a troll because that's usually like a Norway situation.
2: Well, I like the scene mm-hmm. where he he like is on the hood of the 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 van, the pickup truck or something, and he like falls forward. With his face on the windshield,
1: and then he and it just smears all over smeared the window, <laughs> all over the top. Of the
2: and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so gross! It's so gross!" <laughs> but but they left it. I mean, it was accurate. That's exactly what it would be like if something that snotty was all over your windshield.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, it... good. Go ahead. Oh no, saying and it was really good that you know, it is scary, but it's also gross, and kids like gross. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a it's. The gross
1: hides the scariness in some ways. And... And was it just 80s movies or 90s movies? But... I want to say that, like, the evil voices in these movies are almost comically altered. Yeah. The yeah. really deep...
3: <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff?
1: Just really goofy. Um, But and and obviously played by a little person but the uh the like i said the the creature design was actually really good and they they spent you could tell that they spent a lot of time um designing the face and the facial features the mask actually had some mechanics in it or some mechanical pieces to it it moved around the eyebrows raised the mouth opened the mouth um the lips curled and stuff so it it had a lot involved with this
0: mask uh, that makes so much sense that you mentioned that because I was going to say this reminds me the when all of the monsters are there, the scale mm-hmm. and whatever reminded me of another movie, Killer what? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, and it was yep. the same the same effects team. Okay, that's that and makes sense. and a lot
1: of the a lot of the troll a lot of the troll heads looked a lot like some of the killer clowns from Outer yeah, Space. That's what I thought too. I'm like,
0: oh, did they just like add? Well, I think Killer Clowns oh, Killer Clowns came out earlier, so maybe they added like moles and warts and things. That's
2: funny. I didn't put that together, but now, now thinking back, yeah, that makes sense. But I didn't put it together at the time.
0: There's actually quite a bit of things. I'm I'm just now because again we've been busy. I'm just now looking at some of the trivia. There's quite a few things that I wrote in my notes mm-hmm. that um I didn't know this at the time. Like I when they were the the pizzas being th- seen thrown at the bullies mm-hmm. that are trying to attack the kids' treehouse. Did you see that? Yeah. Little yeah. Thing? they were reused props from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and in my notes I wrote like oh it's just like ninja turtles.
2: <laughs> oh that's funny. In my notes I wrote why are you throwing pizza? Perfectly good pizza. <laughs> like, yeah. What you are could you tell,
1: doing?
0: You could tell who was hungry.
2: <laughs> I was like but my well, note my uh, thought was really like it's food. What do you how are you going to hurt them? Like what do you
1: They thought the bullies <laughs> would just pick up the food and walk away is what it was. Those those were some big bullies. <laughs> People are starving, okay? Um, wh- <laughs> yeah, wh- why was it why was it that like bullies in these late 80s 90s movies were always like the 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 very large kids. <laughs> With large kids freckles. Yeah. Yeah, they all. Um, yeah, they, they, the ones that the usually got made fun of, but they they made them the bullies. I don't not sure about that. One of the other things I noticed, they had it in this one um were there always like the the invention slash machine like the the sequence machines or whatever in in these types of movies. I mean, you, we had a bunch of them. We had like the Rube Goldberg machine and Pee Wee's. Um, yep. And then he like developed his his weird street cleaning machine, and it backfired obviously because it's an earnest movie. Uh, now I I
0: need to ask our listeners out there if you are one of those people or know one of those people that have actually set up some sort of Rube Goldberg machine, or are an inventor that has a house that has some sort of ridiculous contraption, I need to know about you. Because I've never met anyone that has that.
1: And yeah. we want
2: pictures. We want vid- I want some video.
1: Heck yeah.
0: I mean, I felt like a genius when I set up a little thing in my room that when I say, uh, it's a certain time. I, someone's got an alarm going off. Uh, that the lights turn pink and it plays, uh, Marvin Gaye. There you go. Let's but get it and on. I felt, yeah. And I'm like, I, if I, I felt like a genius, I felt like an inventor right there. And I just used stuff that I bought off the street, you know, off of mm-hmm, Amazon. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and with that whole invention line, that, that is one of the differences with Ernest. Yes. He's, he, he comes off as, as, dumb, but I really think it's more of like a naive slash gullible kind of thing because they go very, they go to great extents to make it kind of known that he's not really an idiot. I mean, he does a lot of very intelligent things. He's very well versed in like history and you, you, you get that from like the cutaways and stuff that he does where he like gives this whole speech about, you know, the Ottomans and uh, you know, various things from history and he comes up in in I believe multiple movies he comes up with like these really elaborate machines that he builds or whatever so i it, it's really more that he's kind of like a gullible naive guy as opposed to like an unworldly guy as opposed to just being you know an idiot
0: yeah and that's and that's good it's in it leads basically the the one was it, is he the mayor the guy that was always like angry at him for yeah. Yeah, like basically he's being talked to down to by him and kind of everyone else is like, Oh, that just that's just Ernest, he's the town weirdo.
1: But that's the thing is Well the, the thing uh, I didn't understand was the mayor kept yelling at the sheriff to get him to do his job, and I'm like, No the sheriff doesn't control the sanitation department. That's your job, mayor. What are you doing? You need to fire him. The sheriff can't fire him. He works for the sanitation department.
0: What?
2: Well, and I wanted to like mention like I, I, it doesn't seem like Ernest is really necessarily dumb.
1: No, he, you know, and that's what that's yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I
2: know. I'm just like I was thinking that too, and it went, you you brought it up, and it's like he's not
0: excitable, maybe. Yeah, he's he's childlike, ADHD, maybe. Yeah, ADHD. <laughs> yeah, he's like excitable. <laughs> he's he's dramatic. Um. And probably a little bit too old to be hanging out with children. Yeah, I uh, wrote that probably.
2: down. I was like, why? Why is no one bothered by this? <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like fifty years old. <laughs> I, watch, I watch enough.
0: I watch enough true crime. I listen to enough true crime podcasts to know that that's a warning. <laughs>
2: when he's like, in the woods building a a, a,
0: a treehouse tree with a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah and how
2: two, fast are, did they
0: build that treehouse? Yeah, it was, it was fast. cool too. Yeah, are you two kids up in that in that garbage truck again? Like,
1: well, get on out here, <laughs> yeah, you little rap scallions! Come on,
0: Who hangs out in a garbage truck. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Uh, I I need to talk about Rimshot. Oh, that
1: dog is so adorable. Awesome.
0: Rim, Rimshot, the dog is adorable. You, th- you and saying, a freaking genius. Yeah, we're this, that's one of the kit th- things my kid definitely pulled out of the movie. He was he was watching the dog drive. Uh, yep, and mm-hmm. and he was like, he's like, our dogs suck <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> it's like it's like you know one of the dogs over there eats a little clump of cat fur off the floor and it's like <laughs> spits it out and like eats it again like oh my god <laughs> like, like yeah like yeah we can't teach our dogs to drive no. a car they will bad things will happen
1: and and i got i gotta tell you that even with all the kids being turned to wood it never bothered me, but when he turned rim shot to wood, I'm like, oh, somebody must pay. It's on now. Yep. <laughs> it's on now. And the
0: look on, on Ernest's face, it's like, everyone else got something back, but I didn't.
1: Like, oh, There's nothing under that tree for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you,
2: darn he's, he's a
1: really good actor, Jim
2: Barney. Mm-hmm. Well, he is, and you can see Very when he does... Very expressive. I like when he does those other characters. That's when it comes out. Oh, it's so Cause he, they're very well done. Like he's not. It's it's good. He does a good job,
1: and there and, and and he made and me it was laugh interesting. More than once. Oh, absolutely. And it was interesting when he was telling the story and you know switching back and forth. He made me laugh a couple of times with those characters. But then, like in the middle of the movie, when they would just do a cutaway and it would be one of those characters, I was like, oh my god, this is so ridiculous. There was a very
0: random. It. There was a very random cutaway in this movie, right? Like like him as a kid.
2: Oh my god, that was so funny!
1: With like, in front yeah. of a t- with like a teacher or something, and like, oh, yeah. and he, <laughs> that's the he one. He's yeah. writing on the board. He uh, never knew when to uh, quit. Uh, yeah. and yes. then he would reach up and scratch his nails down the chalkboard, and she'd smack him in the back of the head. <laughs> and he and yeah. he would really, he would his head would
2: go forward and hit the board. And it was and the same. Go, it was the same clip every time they showed it. Was the, it was the exact same clip the, the, every time well, that they went back to that. No, it
1: was a little bit different. They filmed it a couple of times, and it was a little bit was different it? each time you saw it. Yes, yes, it was. Go back and watch I, it again. I
2: have to check. I thought it was the same clip because I tra- I thought I was. Well, I guess I didn't do a good job. I thought I was paying
1: attention. All right. The, the, well, and it would be. It would be like he never knew when to quit, and he'd scratch, and she'd slap the back of his right. head, and then they'd cut back again, and she'd be like, "He really never knew when oh, to quit." And he'd do it again, it. and she'd smack him, and he'd go down a different way that you know the the second oh, time, okay. and yeah. So they filmed a couple of those That's scenes, funny. That's and it was it was funny, yeah. The, the cutaways were really
0: good in this movie. I liked it. <clears throat> the the garbage the, early on when he gets trapped in the garbage thing. Freaky. I was like, well,
1: he's dead. Movie's over. Yeah, I thought of Star like,
0: Wars. He's trying to pull a Star Wars, yeah, with the, yeah. the, the broom or whatever. Uh-huh. And then the muffler. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like that. Yeah, that was a little bit terrifying. And then the dog like doing that. I always thought yeah, with when watching Star Wars too. Like, man, this movie could have been a lot shorter when he when Luke is like, three P O, three P O, let us out. Like, wow, that franchise never took been... off. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I what killing, happened? killing all the heroes in a garbage compactor. <laughs> forty-five minutes in. I don't know if that was a good that's idea. A... That was a bold yeah, choice. Yeah, that's good. Say that's <laughs> an interesting. Let's see if it making... works
1: out for him, Cotton.
0: <laughs> right. We are definitely going to talk about some of that stuff when I review the George Lucas biography in an upcoming, probably next week's episode. Actually, it's really that's... good, so I'm like speeding through it. But
2: hmm.
0: okay. Um, Anyway, what else you got? What else you want to talk about with
1: Ernest? I want to talk about the crazy junk lady. Yeah, you should talk about the crazy junk lady. She but was you, probably... you to do one... it in your best Eartha kit voice, though. Uh, no, I'm not even going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> she was one of my favorite characters in the, in the whole movie, but she was also the biggest problem I had with this movie. How so? Her timeline didn't work. I uh, like where she knew the kids at the end yeah i mean it was very obviously that that the the initial thing with all those kids and everything looked like it was the 1600s or something yes i thought so too and and for her to be that old in the night i mean she would she would have had to been like 200 years old and it's like mm, i don't think she done home but is that supposed to be her I mean, they or never- is that supposed to be her ancestor? Well, no, at they the, called her sister at the end. She was yeah, the sister it, of one of the she, kids.
0: Yeah, so she's supposed to be like a, a the same. Age. She was supposed to be the same age as those kids when those kids were turned to to wood.
2: Right. Why did I miss that?
0: What? Because
2: it's attention. right at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, at the, at the very end, I, I had, yeah, I had stuff going on here in the house. But
0: normally we would make a joke there about what you were really doing, <clears> but <throat> this so is this a family, family episode. episode, so so I won't. This is tell FFV. You. Yeah. So I will not say what you were actually doing oh actually now, i remember say, I was making breakfast you were making my, a delicious healthy smoothie
1: of some that's choice. what we're going to call it now family show omar was making breakfast <laughs> yes, yes
2: speaking of family show i'm reading a book too that i can't mention but it'll probably be next week or the week after can't even tell you the Excellent. title can't
1: even oh dear making making pancake <laughs> batter <laughs> okay moving on but yeah she was she was really entertaining she was a lot of fun um the interactions between her and Ernest were kind of funny and she had some great facial expression like like she broke the fourth wall a couple of times Mm -hmm. and she had some great facial expressions i i really liked her as a kid she was a legend you know oh yeah this is the
0: second movie that we reviewed in the same week because of the two episode thing that involves a um a mob of people angrily chasing people around (laughs) yeah which i thought was kind of interesting um Watching a lot, like I watched four things back to back this week Halloween Kills, mm-hmm. Dune, which is a mind, you know what. Uh, so, yeah, that Halloween Kills, Dune, this, and then uh, G.I. Joe Origin, Snake Eyes.
1: Oh, I want to see that. Oh, you finally watched that.
0: I'm not done with it yet, but oh, okay I'm close. uh I want to see that. Is it worth it? It's a good karate yeah. movie so far um so it was just like all those movies back to back it was very things were getting mixed up especially between halloween kills and this somehow <laughs> because i just and it's the mob thing the, the mob mentality situation in both of these um and it was it was definitely interesting because as these bad things were happening and as Ernest was like no there's a troll and no one believes them because you know why would you I'm like let's be honest if someone came to you and said there was a troll. An actual one, not like an internet one. People would be like, yeah, whatever. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, I have these trolls trapped in my garbage truck, and then it's actually the mayor's kids. Like, I was very surprised they didn't go down the let's put Ernest in jail, mm-hmm. like, lynch mob Ernest kind of situation.
2: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: And, <sighs> yeah no i was I was just going to jump topics. I'm sorry, you keep going <laughs> go ahead, no, no, that's because one of the other things I wanted to mention, and i I think it's something that gets overlooked a lot because today people don't really pay a whole lot of attention to dialogue, and there there are entire movies Hudson Hawk, that <laughs> if you don't pay attention to the dialogue, the movie sucks. It's it's absolutely terrible. But if you listen to what they're saying, it's absolutely hilarious. And and Ernest had a bunch of those lines in this movie. And that's one of the things I love about Ernest movies is like a lot of the dialogue is really intelligent because you have to pay attention. And then you're like, oh, my God, that's so stupid. But I think it's hilarious. Like he'll, he'll just he'll just be talking and rattling off like verbal soup and he'll say things like well you know we we should be safe in the wood i mean there's the dutch elm bites but none of us are dutch so we should be okay <laughs> and you know what what good is a wooden dog sure they swim better but you know i i don't know that you have to worry about that <laughs> and i mean just just stuff like that and i mean just th- those were like two of them when when Trantor was talking to him about you know his um his forefathers and Ernest was like, I didn't have four fathers! I barely knew my I one! I barely knew the my one, yeah. That was great. <laughs> and then and then the very the one that really made me laugh was the very first scene where he met Trantor, the, the evil, the evil troll. He jumps down, he's in the tree, and he scares Ernest half to death, and Ernest is crawling away from him, going, I sure hope you're from Keebler. <laughs> Like, oh my god that is so funny. And it's it's just it's just basic stuff but if you're not paying attention to the dialogue and you're distracted by all the flashing lights and and the and all that other stuff you 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 kind of miss that. And yeah, I mean I'm one of those people who tries the best tries the best they can to actually listen to what the actors are saying.
2: I I found myself lately um pretty much with anything I'm watching, I have the subtitles mm-hmm. on. Just just for the purpose – I just don't want to miss anything dialogue-wise. Right. And All with right. this movie, because of whatever I, – I, I've rented it. I don't even know what channel I rented it from. The dialogue, the it was literally so tiny. The letters are so tiny. It was it, – mm-hmm. for my old self, it might as well not even have been there. I couldn't even see the words. Mm-hmm. Like it was so – it was like 8 font on my screen. It was like so bad. Yeah.
1: And I, and I find that in movies that have like a lot of the fast paced dialogue, like with Ernest, like when he's going through his thoughts in his mind, because he thinks faster than he actually acts, you know, and, and that's probably where some of his confusion comes from and everything like that. One of those people who just, who, whose mind just moves too fast. Um, in those types of movies where they just rattle off dialogue, that's where a lot of the comedy is because they can fit so much in there. Because it works with the character, and it, it, if you pay attention, there's a lot of like, a lot of like gold little nuggets in there. Yeah, just get, give me some good fart jokes. That's all I want. Uh, we oh, there t- were there were those too.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we. <laughs> need How to- about
1: a bumper sandwich, booger lips?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, we need to talk. So I'm watching this with my kid, and we're like we're kind of had pillows laying on the floor. We were kind of watching mm-hmm. it tv and he goes to the the store to buy a bunch of unhealthy food and my kid goes why would you buy an open carton of milk because he was holding an open carton of milk and like you didn't see him open it so it was like he pulled it out of the counter and then Mm
1: -hmm.
0: of course this is a little bit of a hint for something that comes later where they're trying to figure out what the what actually kills the troll or damages the trolls and at some point the milk gets bumped or thrown Towards as the troll is sneaking up on them and the and the troll runs away. So here's where my kid figures this out actually before me. That really? Well, I wasn't I was I mean, I got I got the Mayak thing. Which but like he was like it, like it was immediate. He was like, oh, I guess I guess their only weakness is milk, which is kind of funny.
2: That is really funny.
0: Nice. Um A mother's care. Yep. And so, there's this whole milk thing, but they also talk about myak because it was like in an old Miak. paper, which which was in an old paper for or a document or whatever, like a parchment. And it had, they couldn't read what it says and all that. But there apparently is, like, you wrote on the, the things we should talk about what is Miak? Did you find that? Did you look that up?
1: Yeah, it, it, well, everything that I found said that it said that it was made up by this movie. It's made up. Yeah, so, it was supposed to be what, Bulgarian Miak? Authentic was... Bulgarian Miak. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So,
0: so apparently, there was a someone that did try to figure out what Bulgarian miak is based on various conversations in this. Uh, apparently, it shows up in other in other movies as well. So the assumptions that this guy came up with. This is from uh, moviesfilmsandflix.com. dot com. If you just look mm-hmm. up Google MIAC, miak m i a k, you'll find it. If you guys want to see the whole thing. Uh, and they talk about Ernest.
1: Cool? Was Ernest the first one to talk about it?
0: Yeah. Okay. So Miak, it's a you can determine that it's a seasonal product because he says, "I bet you didn't think I could find this this time of year." Um, it's enjoyed in the spring. Um, they think that it's like a they assume it's joined in the spring and that it's a um, some similar to a spiced apple cider. But later, later on, they basically determine it is some sort of dairy, some sort of condensed milk dairy product, maybe some sort of condensed milk uh, yogurt type mm-hmm. product. Um, and let's see. Uh, they also can determine it is easily throwable. There's a, a lot of research for determining that miak, whatever it is, it is a milk product that is sweet and very weird. So this,
2: mm-hmm. so this is a real
1: thing and fake.
0: It's no. not a real okay. thing. I didn't. Okay. So they like they it, based on what they say about it in the movies. Um,
1: it may be available now, but I think it if it is available now, it's only because somebody made it because of the movies or because people talked yeah. about it.
0: Okay. Um, Milk ingredients – milk or meak ingredients include sweet paprika, honey, and spearmint based on conversations that are had in the various movies. So it's kind of a weird (laughs) – So
2: this is like a made-up thing that people picked up and it's like randomly in different movies?
0: And people may grab different comments about it to determine some stuff. Like the – I don't know if you've ever seen there – here's a little bit of a music thing, but the song Today was a Good Day. Someone actually figured out the exact day that he's singing about because he mentions, a f- he mentions a few things that happened, but he also mentions that that he got a chance to see the Dodgers win at home. And if you take all of the things that happened and the fact that the Dodgers played a home game on that day, you can actually figure out what day it is. Uh, so, like, because people with the internet have nothing better to do. They figure that stuff out.
2: So, <laughs> I'm fascinated by that. And I want to talk to these people and think, why, why did you do that? <laughs> like, what? And right. how long did it now- take you? And...
1: <laughs> now what i would really like to know is i'd like to talk to the artist and ask so was this really the day you were talking yeah. about or was this purely coincidence that you know you threw all this in yours and it just ended up being that day yeah
2: did tom tom123 at aol.com so, get it right or 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 did ice cube just or or were you just making, making random thing. things up
0: <laughs> yeah so we'll get ice cube onto the show and ask him that okay done yes let's do that deal before he pops a cap in our butt. See? Almost almost did it. Yeah. But, I... mm-hmm. but today's a good day, so it's not gonna happen. Exactly. Right. He didn't have to use his AK at all. Exactly. At all. <laughs> Continuing on.
1: Uh, what else? What else you got? I I would I would actually be curious to have uh, to have a uh, young man join us and tell us what he thought about the movie. We are welcoming
0: our kid consultant to the podcast. Uh, that is eight year old Ethan who Hello. Yes, who watched Ernest Scared Stupid and he's going to give his opinion. So I'm not gonna be able to hear anything, so Rob, take it away.
1: Ethan, I understand that you liked this movie, is that correct? Yeah. What did you like about the movie? Tell us what you thought of the movie.
3: It's good. I I really like the monsters how the monsters how they looked. Because mm-hmm. they look like if I imagine what the monsters look like, I will imagine that. And they're really detailed how I mm-hmm. think they are.
1: And, and what'd you think of Ernest?
3: He was funny.
1: <laughs> he was funny?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe a little goofy too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the movie scary?
3: Mm, not that much.
1: Not that much? Hmm.
2: Okay. What What was your favorite? Your favorite part or your favorite thing about the movie?
3: My favorite thing was how they, I thought that they were all going to be wooden forever, and they just suddenly turned back to normal. They um they defeated the monster, and I was expecting that too.
2: So you like okay. that they got saved? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because you never know.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I like it. So, what did you what did you think of how they beat the trolls? Did you know that trolls didn't like milk?
3: No, I no.
1: So that was news to you?
3: Yeah, it's so weird. They hate milk. I I can't. Ad- when I eat, now I'm going to say, oh, somebody took my milk, and I'm just going to throw it all at an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> the next time I see one. <laughs>
2: that's a that's a really good idea. We're all going to walk around with, with milk, yep. just in case. Yeah, just in
3: case, right? Yeah, it's in a silver bullet.
2: Oh,
1: nice. Okay. Oh, all right. We, this and guy's garlic. ready for anything. And, <laughs> and garlic. He, <laughs> he's got a little suitcase <laughs> that he's carrying all this stuff around in. <laughs>
3: Yes, I'm ready for everything.
1: There you go. Now, what was was the what was the movie gross at times?
3: Yes, the boogers, Ew.
1: (laughs) Lots of boogers, huh? Yes. Did you did were you really grossed out when Ernest kissed the troll on his boogery nose?
3: Definitely.
1: That was was super gross, right?
3: Yes.
2: Oh, hey, who's your favorite character?
3: Probably the kid that the kid with that parents were the uh, police officer.
1: Uh huh. Okay, so the lead kid. Yeah. Yeah. What about Rimshot?
3: Rimshot was funny. Yeah. But it was sad when he turned into wood.
1: Yeah, it was. was But he got saved too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: which character did you like the least?
3: The the ogre. The
2: ogre. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the troll, yeah. not the bullies.
3: The bullies were my second.
2: Okay. Okay. That tracks. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I can go a, with that. Yeah that 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 definitely makes sense for me.
1: So, would you recommend this movie to to other kids and families who are looking for something fun to watch for Halloween? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Two thumbs up.
3: Yes,
2: excellent. So overall, would you say? Let me even ask you this: Would you say is this one of your like, maybe not favorite movie, but like really high
1: up there?
3: Yeah, my Halloween category.
1: And auto- <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you know that your your dad and and us do the Give Me Five podcast, so I understand that you have actually put together a top five list for us tonight of your favorite Halloween movies. Is that correct? Yes. Do you want to tell us what those are? Yes. Go for it.
3: So the first one is Nightmare Before Christmas. I really like it because there's so many, like, cool characters, and Mm -hmm. it makes sense that, that all of them are, like, Halloween and Christmas. And okay. I like how they even had the Easter bunny. The second one is the
0: Aren't scared stupid?
3: Aren't scared stupid? The one that we were reviewing it because I really like the monsters and I really like how the details and stuff are on it. Mm-hmm. My my third one is Hotel Transylvania. Okay all of them because all of them like have like vampires and stuff and I really like all the monster themes. Another one is the is zombies It's a movie where there's zombies and humans that are, that are living in separate worlds. The zombie goes to the school and they and then is and there are like a thousand of plot twists and I really like it.
1: Nice. Okay. Okay. That
3: And number five at the Adam Family. Okay. Because there's because I didn't really know because it's the last one on my list because I didn't really know what the monsters are. But I really like how funny and goofy all of them were.
1: Now is that a classic one. Is that the live action one or is that the cartoon?
3: The cartoon.
1: Okay. Well, excellent. That's a great list, Ethan, and really I'm I'm list. happy that you enjoyed Ernest. You know that Ernest Scared Stupid was my choice this week, right? Really? It was. I picked Ernest Scared Stupid for us to do this week, and I actually told your dad that he should watch it with you.
2: We think Rob has the best oh. taste out of the three of us. That's right.
3: <laughs> that, I think so, too. Yeah,
2: see?
1: Ah, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, your dad you said that. <laughs> ah. But I'm very right. glad that you enjoyed the movie and it even made your top five list, Ethan.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. Halloween category. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There's so many categories.
3: Happy Halloween. I'm going to pass it over to Daddy. Happy,
0: Happy Halloween, Halloween Ethan. Hello. Hey, hey. Have I been replaced? I was
2: just going to say.
1: I, th- <laughs> I think so, Yes.
2: Oh, Greg, was that yeah. your wife downstairs calling? You just put Ethan back on. It's fine.
1: <laughs> and and I will have you know that Ethan said that, you know, my my choices, my movie choices are far better than yours. My taste in movies is far better.
2: He literally, I, I had to mute myself. I was laughing so hard that I, I would have, because he's like, I was like, is that, do you like that movie? He's like, well, in the Halloween category. Yeah. I think that was... <laughs> <laughs> For which movie?
1: For, I was For like, Ernest. "Did you like?"
2: I said, "Did you yeah. like this?" Is this one of your maybe favorite movies? Like way up there? Maybe not the most favorite, but and he goes, "Yeah." But he was like in the Halloween category, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I can see he's got like a spreadsheet.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. He's he's a movie kid, man. He's always been a movie kid.
2: Oh so. my god, he's so funny. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Yeah, he was great. Like if you put a movie on, he'll like he will sit and beginning to end of the movie not move one. I like that's it. He's watching that movie.
1: When when he gets a little bit older, I'm going to steal your kid as my movie buddy.
0: <laughs> so, he was taking care of our top 5 list. I remember I couldn't hear what you guys said. But So he took care of the top 5 list, correct? Yes, indeed. He, he
1: did. We had we had an Ethan top 5 list for this week. Excellent. Excellent. But that does leave some historical stuff as well as some movies and music.
0: Ooh. Yes. So I can I can do the the history stuff and these are the fact that all of this stuff happened on the same day is very memorable to us and it actually has very long reaching, uh, mm-hmm. far too long reaching uh, things. So one, uh, this was the day that Red Fox died. Really, interesting. He, from of Sanford Sons, he was right. sixty eight years old, and heart uh, attack he, onset. Yep. yep. Uh,
1: I'm coming, Elizabeth.
0: Yes. Uh, also. And the other two, again, we're trying to be family-friendly here, but um, this was also the day that Jimmy Swagger got caught soliciting a prostitute. Oh, wow. Mm. Which was something that was very memorable. And it was also, was big news. Yeah, also the day of the Anita Hill uh, that she was on Capitol Hill talking about Clarence Thomas. Interesting. And what he, and what he said to her, which is, again, um, law professor Anita Hill testified that Clarence Thomas harassed her and again kid friendly not going more so we we'll, yeah. um and um yeah it was it, the big big news and something a lot of people i remember telling jokes about this in 1991 i was a young kid and there was a lot of jokes about the what was said and it of course it, it turned out to not be a joking matter many you know, not many years later but as people continued people saying like yeah this is actually a real thing cuz that was really the first time anyone heard the that term of harassment um cuz everyone you know no one really mentioned that before so it's kind of an interesting Any very interesting day
1: the the first time anyone heard what
0: the the term uh, sexual harassment oh okay really as far i mean i i didn't find, like for the most part yeah like cuz it was mostly just oh you know boys club kind of stuff and this actually put a term to it
2: I didn't, well, that's, that's really interesting. I didn't realize that that was kind of like the origins of that term. Yeah, they it,
0: because they almost immediately turned it around and made in the Not Indecent Proposal. What was the other movie? Is a Disclosure movie? With uh, Michael Douglas. And Demi Moore. They yeah. They immediately turned it around and yeah. and like two years later and it was like, I'm going to tell everyone that you did this.
2: Right, um, right, 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 right. I remember that movie. But I didn't, I, that's really interesting that you say that. I don't. I never saw that movie or thought of it in the context
0: of of this case, of mm-hmm. Anita Hill. Interesting. I, I only know that because of a podcast I listened to about that movie, Interesting. to be honest. Okay. Oh, wow. It was a while ago, but it's just the one thing that stuck out. It was, it, it, we I don't think we were old enough to understand that that movie was controversial for that reason, because it turned things around. And there. so people were like freaking out, not freaking out, like most, you know what I'm saying? People were like... <clears throat> there was a small controversy about this movie and I was like, well, why? And that's, I'm like, oh, okay. That's But, but
2: I do remember, I actually, that's funny that you say that. I do remember that movie and I, I even, of course, I saw it in the theater. I was probably three years old or whatever. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. By that point, we were teenagers. But um, I, I did see that movie because I was always a big fan of, of those actors, really. Um, mm-hmm. And I do remember seeing it and thinking, well, this is kind of an interesting I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe I had seen it in the news or something. I don't know. But I do remember thinking that it was kind of a a twist, so to speak, on that idea. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, speaking of seeing it in the theater, do you want to know what the top ten movies in the theaters were when this movie was released? Totally. It's weird because it's a bunch of movies that I haven't seen. Which is strange. Yeah. Mm. Um. At number ten, you've got Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. I have seen that. At number I nine, saw that on
0: my very first ever date.
1: There you go. Oh, I, well, that's At not number what we nine. Saw. We saw something. You've <laughs> got a movie I haven't seen, <laughs> but I know of. It's called The Super. Okay, Joe Pesci. With, uh... Yep. At number eight, you've got you've got a movie that I think is really underrated, kind of longest yard type situation, starring Scott Bakula.
2: You oh, that one? Oh, 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 yes, yes. The football movie,
0: yes. Oh my gosh, what's that? I, name I one? do, I and do. Kathy remember. Ireland. Yes. Necessary Rumble. Necessary there roughness. you go. Nice this movie is done. absolutely underrated. That was a good movie.
1: Very underrated. At number eight in its third week. At number seven, you've got Paradise, which apparently is a Walt Disney movie. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what movie that is. At number six, you've got Shattered. At number five, you've got Deceived. Another Walt Disney movie that I have no idea what movie that is.
0: Man, a lot of one-name title movies. It's weird.
1: At it was... number four, you've got our movie this week, Ernest Scared Stupid, debuted at number four.
3: Okay.
1: Respectable. At number three, you've got another one-word one, one word movie title, and that's Ricochet. That's the one at with... Number... Uh,
2: is it like Tupac or somebody in that?
1: I'm not even sure. Anyway. At number two... You've got a movie that I never saw. I wasn't really interested in seeing. It's Frankie and Johnny. And at number one, you've got The Fisher King in its fourth week in release. That was
0: good. Uh, Ricochet was written by Fred Decker, who we've talked about a bunch, I believe. Fred Decker, well, we'll look at him later. Uh, starring Denzel Washington, John Lithgow, Ice-T. Tea. Ice-T, tea. there it is. Yeah. Fred Decker, of course, wrote Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps and Robocop 3 and, yes. well, Ricochet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, the one that I get to play around with you guys on, that's oh, the music. Okay, here we go. <sighs> okay. We're setting <clears throat> this our is minds 19- up to 1991. 91. okay.
2: 1991.
0: There's a lot of rapper boy bands in brightly colored clothing coming. I just have a feeling There,
1: well, there is, Yeah. Yeah, there's a one, two, three, eh, R&B slash, you know, whatever the early 90s was. Yeah. um, There is one country song in the list. Okay. And that's almost halfway down. We'll get to that. But at number 10, you've got Aaron Neville with Everybody Plays, plays the, the fool. fool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. At number nine, you've got the one of the boy groups that was an R and B group that I grew up listening to in middle school, early high school years. Boys to Men. Yep. Any idea which one of their songs was at number nine at this point in time? It was on its way down, which meant it peaked at number, I think number three. Motown yeah, it peaked Philly. at number three.
0: Motown. I was thinking Motown, Motown Philly again. It is Motown Philly. So it's not back again. Ha, da, 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 da. <laughs>
1: Okay. Motown Philly at number nine, at number eight you've got Firehouse.
0: Wow. Ooh. Okay. okay. Hold on. Uh, this song will never let you go because that's that's Steelheart. Oh my gosh, I've had, <laughs> uh, i had wow. I don't. Oh, I'm remember. so I'm so mad that I don't remember the name of this song. Give uh, me one it, word.
1: It it might take you a lifetime. Love of Finally a, found, found a love the love,
0: of. The love yeah. of a lifetime. There you go. A
2: certain other Greg would be very angry at
1: us for not remembering <laughs> that, <laughs> that title. <laughs> Number eight is "Love of a Lifetime" by Firehouse. Okay, if,
0: if, you know, I think I've told this story on the podcast real quick. The night that I watched when I was a, I was in whatever. The night that I watched, uh, uh, Aliens and Exorc- er, Sorry, Aliens mm-hmm. and Silence of the Lambs okay. on the same night. Yeah. I also bought this album. Uh-huh. So I remember buying this album, coming home, and running those two movies and watching them on the same night, and then being scared to go to the bathroom down the hallway. Nice. I may or may not have had to use a uh, water glass in my room. What
2: That's fair. <laughs> wow. But you were listening to Firehouse, so it makes it okay. Yeah. That's really funny.
1: <laughs> wow. At number seven, we've got Extreme. More Than More Words. More Than Words. Nope wholehearted there it is oh wow okay number six is our country artist
2: um uh, 91 uh, Um. i know it i know uh, hold on i'm trying to remember his name um Achy you're already heart. wrong oh. okay <laughs> i thought <laughs> i went billy because you need to try
1: and remember her name uh it's
2: too early for shania twain right
1: uh, I think just a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Who was the big redhead? President? Reba McEntire.
0: Nope, the other one. Is there another? The Juds or nope. Ashley Judd or or no? The other redhead. There's another Bonnie. redhead. Bonnie Raitt. Yep.
2: But she's more. Are you talking about um, something blues. to talk I about? Her blues. Something to talk about. She's.
0: Yep. A, she's. A, that song. That song was country. She's... But she went on to be blues.
2: Yeah, she's all but even back in the 70s. Like she that's how long she's been around. She's she was right. a blues she was a blues champ, But
1: but she was she was country in the 90s. That's I remember listening to her
2: okay, in the 90s. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: That's what threw me off uh, though.
1: I didn't I At wouldn't... number 5, you've got Karen White. Uh, my mom had that. I don't I don't know that what
0: album. that is. Should I uh, Kind of like a Paula Abdul type uh thing. The, the very uh, kind of like vaguely vampire themed you know, like Ghost, the movie Ghost was kind of mm. ghost like, and but Karen White was pretty cool.
1: Okay. So at number five, you've got Romantic by Karen White. At number four, you've got another one of our boy bands Color Me Bad. Color, yeah. There you go. That's what number I Number four thinking. is I was Color Me Bad. With... Any guesses on the title? It is not I Want to Sex You Up. That's good because we wouldn't be able to say that. I... <laughs>
0: Because it's a good show? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know.
1: It's I Adore Me Amor. Oh uh, my
2: gosh, I forgot that song.
0: That song existed. was a special brand of terrible. And thank you for putting that back in my head. I hate you. <laughs> you
1: are welcome. That's a terrible song. Oh my god. It <laughs> at number, and it peaked at number one, by the way. Uh, that I'm song sure. hit number one. And we all
0: have a mutual friend that had that album uh, because of that song. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. At number three <sighs> is Natural Selection. Okay,
0: natural. What is? Forgot rap? about them too. It was another do anything, another rap band, okay. or another like boy rap band or like boy band corporate rap band. Okay. We'll, we'll <laughs> say a corporate rap band.
1: At number two, I remember this band. Number oh, number okay. two, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Uh,
0: oh yeah. Okay, there it is.
1: Good There's vibrations. nothing worse. Yeah, That song vibrations.
0: was literally on when I took the bus to school. It was the song that I would hear the second I stepped on the bus every day. And when you're tired, good cranky, and don't. Good it vibration. It was on, I remember, on the bus. It we didn't have the same bus, but it was every day. It was
1: everywhere. Yep. That song and was everywhere. It was on and TV. And I hated my life. It was in commercials. It was on the radio like every three minutes. I swear to God, you couldn't tune to a radio station in the early 90s and not hear Good Vibration. Absolutely. Or put on MTV and not see him in his underwear or whatever the hell. <laughs> and the next song, as as bad as Good Vibrations was, I think you heard this
0: song even more. Nineteen ninety one. It was pre pre Nirvana coming out. That never hit one.
1: It was not. It was not grunge. Okay. It was. It was a female singer. Black Velvet. Just just stepping. I think just stepping into the height of her fandom. Or uh, her, it, was Mariah, her it had to be Mariah Carey because she it had was every Mariah Carey. Carey. Yeah, it had to be like
0: Holiday or I don't. Nope. There's, there's she has had more number ones than any person on the planet. So, I don't know. What, it it'll be hard to guess which one. Mariah, Carey. you've got
1: me feeling.
0: Oh, I don't know.
2: As soon as Mariah Carey comes on, I I tune out. I don't. I have Emotion. no idea.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I. That. That song is was probably even more ubiquitous than "Good Vibrations." It really was. It was yeah. everywhere. You've got me. yeah yeah yeah. I, I do, feel like I, I can't do. even
0: sing. I can't even pretend to sing that one because if I do, she actually would sue us. Probably. Well, and your vocal cords would explode from trying to hit those notes. Mm-hmm. No, I can, oh, I can do it. <laughs> Just <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> you yeah. should. You should see what happens if, like, if I like. Walk into a room and there's one of those little like lizards and it runs towards me. Ah, uh, you, you know, <laughs> is that Mariah Carey or is there a lizard in the room? Got it. Yeah, like,
1: that that was our top ten music.
0: Like what? What is that noise? It sounded like there was an eleven year old girl in trouble in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope, that's Greg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> lizard ran past his foot. That's funny. Nice, nice.
1: And I think that's gonna wind things up because we've already done the top five.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh I think do I do I'll do the contact stuff. So th- guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to help the show, just search for the Give Me 5 podcast on every social media network and every podcast provider and subscribe, uh write a review, do all of that fun stuff. And uh I believe there'll be one more episode before Halloween, but if this is the episode you're listening to with your kids randomly because you actually can, have a happy Halloween.
1: Happy Halloween and, oh, and guys if you if you would like to get early access to the movie that we're going to review, if you'd like to be able to submit your own top five lists, if you'd like us to make up a top five list about you or even or even get access to things like our show notes or come on and join us for an episode, you can always go to patreon dot com slash give me five podcast and become a patron of the show. We love all of our patrons and we appreciate everything that you guys do. Bye. And remember, guys, as always, we want you to give us bye.
3: To
2: Really do. Hi, Scott.
1: Hi, Alec. <clears throat> uh,
0: uh, uh, hi, Adriana. I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs>
2: well, I was saying hi because I finally got to hang with Scott,
0: and uh, it was great. Yeah. It was very cool. And it was a lot of hi, uh, hi Jubals, and hi everyone else.
2: Hi everybody. What's up, y'all? Ah.